everybody. Welcome back. Hey. Hey, Greg. <laughs> wow. The excitement is overwhelming. Overwhelming. What's happening? Over- Each of your excitement's more like whelming. Just yeah. whelming. Everyone's whelmed. So, yeah, that's 2020. An over-astonishment of whelm. Welcome back, everybody, to A Visitor's Guide to Springfield. My yeah. name is Greg Bach. I'm Tyler Menz. And we are your wonderful hosts. And this is the podcast where uh, where we introduce Greg Bach to the show The Simpsons, essentially. Greg, yeah. we, we called you the the visitor. Yeah. But really, but really, I like to think of myself as revisiting these episodes uh, as well. Uh, a revisitor's guide to Springfield. Yeah. Much, much like many of our listeners are now revisiting this podcast, maybe. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's been some time since we've been around. We uh, took a, we decided to go on a vacation. We went on vacation together. We, you know what? We're busy. We got a lot going yeah. on. Let's see. We had a baby. Um, I had a baby. <laughs> Tyler had a baby. I did not have a baby. Right. No, it's we. No, we've been gone for a little while. But we decided to come back in twenty twenty. You started. You started a business. I started a business. I did. I. I was. I went from. Well, I'm still a barber. Still barbering at a Jose's Barber Extraordinaire in Bayview. Bayview, Wisconsin, and also now I am one of the co-owners of the Laughing Tap Comedy Club in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and yeah, so we were just uh, kicking along. We decided, we thought to ourselves, in 2020, let's open a brand new comedy club in January. What could go wrong? Yeah. Yeah, just like right now, we're thinking like, what's everyone got? Tons of time on their hands because everything has gone wrong. Exactly. Why not throw another podcast onto the internet pile of podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you sound so hopeful. I, uh, <laughs> listen, it's it is September 2020, and uh, yeah, the world is burning. That's what's yeah, happening. Literally, California is burning, and yeah. Well, you know what though? We thought about it. we've been talking about it for a little while, and we decided let's get back together. Let's watch some shows. I actually have not watched The Simpsons since. I just haven't. I believe it. So I've watched very little since. Yeah, maybe a couple episodes here and there, but not a lot. But we're uh, we're gonna so basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick up where we left off and we're gonna do episode one of season three. Stark Start raving three. That's right. Mm-hmm. Stark raving dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is season three. So I believe I I forgot to write the actual release date, but the release date was I believe it's like 1991 at that point. Oh, I got it right here, September Ooh, 19th, 1991. About, Holy cow! Yeah, ten uh, ten days to the to the thirtieth. Uh, thirty, yeah, yeah. Holy cow! Nearly thirty years ago, which oh is. I think this episode really shows the times, like when it was released. It's very timely for 1991. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I enjoyed the episode. I liked it a lot. Uh, the chalkboard was, I am not a dentist, which is true. Oh, yeah. Yep. Bart is not a dentist. But not. yeah, this this episode was super fun. This is the episode with Michael Jackson. This is the Michael Jackson episode. The and, Michael Jackson episode. And we actually, when we were getting things back together, when we were... Um, going to restart recording we had to actually do a little bit of digging because um with most of the episodes we watch now on disney plus yeah 
And this episode is actually not on Disney Plus because of, I guess, maybe issues with the Jackson estate. Uh, actually, I looked it up, and the reason why they pulled it, they they actually pulled this episode from circulation from uh, syndication March of last year because of the allegations. It had oh. nothing to do with rights. It it was basically, you know, we're we're at the point now where the wrecking is happening for a lot of musicians and artists and, and cancel culture. <laughs> He's oh, canceled after it. he died. <laughs> stop it. Stop. It. We Which is fine because yeah. he, he fucked a kid. I mean, that's a the, several. The, the interesting thing about Michael Jackson, though, is he's one of those artists, you know, there are artists like like the Harvey Weinsteins that live in a world where it was known but finally had to be caught and R. Kelly where we finally had to just put the foot down. But people are flat out saying, Michael, ja- I don't care. I'll love Michael Jackson forever. Yeah. There is no solid proof. I'm like, it's much, OK, much like you with Louis C.K. It is just like your foot is down. <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I? Your foot is down. You love the artist for the work. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's interesting. I I, honestly, I tried. I tried. It's weird. I can separate art from artist with music a little easier, not completely, but a little bit easier than with comedy because with comedy, I always feel like there are kernels of truth within the artist. So like Louis C.K., he's he's very autobiographical. You know, there's a lot of exaggeration because every comedian does that. But it was also like the worst kept secret in comedy for a solid 10 years. People have been talking about it. And I remember being at Joker's one night and someone said, yeah, Louis CK great. If he didn't, you know, you know, do what he did in front of women. I'm like, whatever. That's not like, I was incredulous, not to the, not because it was Louis CK, but because I thought if he was doing that, everyone would know, like, that's the stupidest thing I've oh. ever heard. That's gotta be a lie. And then I went home that night and I Googled and it, boom, popped up immediately. I found out from two, uh, not that this has anything to do with the uh, you know, the episode, but I, I found out about Louis C.K. in the green room of Zanies because two comics from uh, L.A. were coming through and they're like, oh yeah, you know about him, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they told me, I was like, oh wow, didn't know. That kind of yep. ruined it for me. Uh, yeah, it's impossible to, it was impossible for me to listen to him <laughs> and not always think about that same, or watch with, the show. Same, but with Bill Cosby. I can't listen to yep. Bill Cosby anymore. Yep, yeah. I mean, it's just, it. there are plenty of other comedians out there we can listen to, but that's not the point of this episode. Right. The point of this episode is to talk about The Simpsons. So, so um, Michael Jackson did voice it um, mm-hmm. However, he was not the original person. Wait, no, I'm sorry. He was the original person. There was supposed to be a sequel to this, um, and it was supposed to be voiced by Prince. Yep. And that never happened. It kind of fell through. It fell through because Prince didn't like the script. Yeah. And apparently there was a second script issued or a second script written mm-hmm. by Prince's chauffeur. So, awesome. That's, and, I, know, that's how you move up. That's Simpsons how you move up in Paisley Park. Notoriously easy to write for. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, the thing they said that they said that they they freelanced that sequel script out, and then Conan polished it. I I guess that's what it uh, said in the in the Wikipedia article. But like, really, like you just freelance that stuff. Hey, do you guys want to write a Simpsons episode? Do we work for you? No, you're just going <laughs> to write an episode. Like, I don't know. It's like. I, I guess at least if you're going to be writing an episode with Prince in it, you want to like keep that in the room. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I I, I yeah, haven't maybe. run a very popular uh, show for thirty plus years, so what do I know? Right, exactly. You nothing, and neither you've not 
chauffeured for a celebrity either. No. As far as no, I understand. So No. I chauffeured uh, Eddie Pepitone once. There Very nice guy. He didn't offer me any sort of script writing deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he no, probably yelled about ham sandwiches or something. <laughs> <laughs> so this it was really it was really a fun episode. I liked it. I liked I liked the 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 direction it took from the beginning to the to, I forgot about that whole here's this thing in the beginning and then forget about it. Well, we're, yeah. we're it, it's, and and it wasn't. It's really that classic A B structure where there's like yeah. the there's the issue with Homer, and then there's Bart forgetting the B story of Bart forgetting the um, Lisa's birthday. Yeah, but then in the end, it wraps back together. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I just I love the opening of this song. I love uh, the opening of the song. I'm thinking about the song because the song is beautiful. Let's just mm-hmm. I mean. It's beautiful, but um, I love the opening discussion of of Lisa saying like I'm turning eight, and he's like it all goes downhill when you turn ten, and <laughs> like for two reasons. One, it's just you know we've all had those discussions, but also Greg recently th- turned ten. I recently turned ten, <laughs> but like that episode came out in 1991. Like let's let's just be let's not stick too much to linear time, but at this point, Lisa should be almost 40 years old. You know, yeah. Yep. So just the idea of that conversation of, of, oh man, I'm turning, I'm turning 20. Oh, I'm turning 30 soon. I'm turning for like all those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just, that it just sounds, I, I thought it was cute. And he's yeah. like, oh, your knees go everything. I'm like, yeah, that's true. When you turn 10. <laughs> but I also love that he called the crusty line because yeah. when I was little, that was all the rage, like nine, seven, six numbers, which were actually, those were more adult, but like the 900 numbers were poor numbers, right? Well, I never called the poor number. Actually, I never in my life called any of those numbers that cost money to do it because, you know, get your parents permission. I wasn't going to ask my parents to spend $2 on a phone call. It was always $2 the first minute, $1 each additional minute. And it was recording of a wrestler saying, yeah, you're really cool kid. Stay in school. Don't do drugs because they didn't do either of those things. Um, but yeah, I was just I just remember those commercials fondly because they were everywhere. If you got if you, that was like a, a pinnacle of fame back in the late 80s is if you were famous enough, you could say to the public, I want to charge you a specific amount of money to listen to a voicemail. And people did. They went crazy for that crap. Yeah. Now now we've got podcasts where we're doing it for free. Yeah. For free. Yeah. People. You know what? People should be calling this. Should should we make a phone sex number of just our episodes? (laughs) Forget Patreon. We're not going to charge you a Patreon. We're not going to do it, you know, an OnlyFans or anything like that. We are going to set up a 900 number and you can listen to entire episodes for $357 per minute. (laughs) That's what we're going to do. Man, we can make a lot of money. This is genius. Yeah. We oh, my like God. Five people listening. Five, that's all we need. <laughs> right. Dude, I could pay my college loans off with five people listening to entire episodes. That's right. I could pay off my my new van that, that I got. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You don't get off that easily. Your new minivan. Minivan. My ramble van, baby. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So your, your minivan, because now, because now there will be a fourth men's. In yeah. this world, that's well, right. I mean, there's many menses, but there's in the many, in the direct family. Yeah, we're gonna have another one uh, in six weeks. 
Holy so, cow. Buddy, we better bank a couple of these episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, damn it. Uh, but no, yeah, so that episode opens really fun. And then, you know, I, I also love the, I just love that little moment with the t- with the shirt. And she said, he goes, it'll be fine. He goes, and he goes, I'm not popular enough to be different. <laughs> so what did you think of when they, he, Homer goes into work and they, um, Mr. Burns like singles him out yeah. on like a security cam footage. Yep. Yeah. And then there's that episode where they like come and abduct him basically. Yeah. What did you think of all like that, that kind of uh, set of scenes? I thought those were fun. I liked when he said the, you know, the color, the color screens have practically paid for themselves. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no, I actually like that. And he said, he goes, he goes, he's wearing a pink shirt. It must be one of those free thinking anarchists. <laughs> I liked the line. Um, uh, if I don't, if my memory serves me right, Smithers in the seventies, you had a pension for bell bottom trousers, <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> which is such a like Conan esque. That had to have been a Conan line. Can you hear my dogs, by the way? I can hear your dogs, but oh that's fine. Oh, my God. Show Dog Lou and Show Dog uh, June. They need to They're shut back. Up. Oh, my God. They're back. They're back. Force. They're worse than ever. Shut up! <laughs> Sorry about that. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, man. What people don't know that actually was his kid. His kid's barking. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, no, bell-bottom trousers. That's such a Conan line. I I yeah. have to imagine that was probably because Conan's in the writer writers room at this point season yeah, three I, I, yeah yeah I believe that, so because the next year was supposed to be that sequel and mm-hmm. he was overseeing so I have to imagine that if he was overseeing an episode he was been in that room for a little while yeah definitely and he, I famously Mr Burns is his favorite character to write for so. oh yeah M- Mr Burns has probably has been since we were doing the show my favorite character because they got he got all the best lines. Yeah, he's because he could say the craziest things, and it always made sense. And it was just great. Grandpa Simpson, yeah, those are the most funny people. I I think. Um, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the quiz or I'm sorry the survey they gave him the take home crazy survey because I felt like we do that now every day with online quizzes like (laughs) 13 reasons why you're insane. That's a BuzzFeed quiz if I've ever heard one for sure. For sure, Um, I also thought that. He so he goes and takes the quiz to all of his different family. First, he takes it to Bart, and he's like, "No." First, he takes it to Lisa. He takes it to Marge. Marge, I'm takes sorry. it to Marge. Marge. Marge, Lisa, then Bart. So my one of my favorite um, scenes, I think, in this season, is when he takes it to Lisa, and she's writing a poem. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yep. her poem? Yep. Yep. I once I... had a cat named Snowball. He died. He died. <laughs> That's a pretty po- – because that's a popular line because I remember people saying that line out of context and everyone be like, oh, yeah, yeah. she lied. She li-. Yeah. And honestly, I wrote down I wrote down that uh, Lisa's poem sounds like a bad Morrissey song. Uh, <laughs> yep, definitely. Yeah, um, that that's a, that's a fun quotable line that I think a lot of yeah. people like to, like to quote. Actually, I think, I think my favorite line from the show is when, uh, when Leon is introducing Homer to – 
the people around there and he goes, is the chief. Oh no, I'm sorry. Not the. Well, I like that when he just says hello and the chief's like, hello, all yeah. you do is approach me. But when he, he goes, Oh, this guy, he's an idiot savant. He can do any, give him any number. He's like five times, five times nine, 45. 45. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a great line. Um, that one made me laugh out loud. I LOL. Solid gag. Solid gag. Solid gag. I, I, and that's the thing is it's, that's the thing I've appreciated over the years and, and is just those solid gags. And actually, one of the things I did when quarantine started is I dove into uh, Conan's library on YouTube and watched recent and 20 year old clips and just that getting that fun, just anything for the joke and sticking to the bit and committing so hard. And it always worked. It always worked. Yeah. It was always funny. At least to me, it was the zaniness. Yeah, like one of my favorite Conan uh, bits ever, and you can find this on YouTube, is the one where they, at one point, Conan's brother shows up and he goes, my brother's in the audience. And and then they go, FBI, freeze. And it turns out that the whole show was a ruse to get his brother who's wanted by the FBI <laughs> to come to the show. And then they arrest him and then they take down. And Andy is like an FBI agent and everyone's <laughs> undercover. They take everything away and he stands in front of the camera and stands on the little star in the old NBC studio and starts to do like a monologue and someone goes, someone thinks he still thinks he's doing the show. And like, it's just <laughs> such a great Conan bit. And yeah, I'm, I'm really starting to see watching these episodes, his sensibility come through more so than a lot of people. A hundred percent. Cause I have to imagine it. They have to see that Conan is the guy for that place for that moment. So. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, I, I think a solid start to season three, all things considered. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, uh, a good way to start it. And season three, I, I for sure only gets better, which is um, I'm excited for you to watch. Actually, I think season three is where a lot of people, most people say, what are the golden years? And season yeah. three is the start for most people. I th- Yeah, I, I think that you I, I've talked to people about this and I feel like the range mm-hmm. for the for those who really love this show is between seasons four to like 12 or 13 mm-hmm. and they, you know, people are different and all, but I feel like three to three to 13 is where people who love this show back in the day can really find their best episodes and find their, their favorite stuff. Yep. So. That's where they typically land. I would say even three to 10 is typically okay. where a, a lot of people um, that I've talked to, but uh, put it so yeah definitely started the great seasons um we're 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 in the wheelhouse now we're in the sweet yeah. spot we're in the catbird seat <laughs> okay grandpa yeah <laughs> a couple of things i one of the things i loved is is the the singing notwithstanding at the very end of the episode my, the last line that lisa says she just says you're a credit to dementia to leon <laughs> because she wrote a song with him with bart and it was great and i just loved the, i mean it was so I love that line. I actually rewound it like four times just to make sure I heard it correctly. Yeah. But she's just like, you're a credit to dementia. (laughs) Really solid episode. Um, Another interesting part of this is while it's, I think it's well known that this is Michael Jackson's episode. Yeah. I don't think he's actually in the credits. I don't think he's not. Yeah. He's not. He's listed. The character of Leon Kompowski is listed as John J. Smith. And they, they didn't, confirm it until many many years later 
Right. And actually there was, I think you and I had a discussion about this once and they said that for a while people thought Michael Jackson was singing, but didn't do the, didn't do the speaking voices or Mm -hmm. vice versa, but he actually did the whole thing. Everything on there that is Michael Jackson. Right. And it just makes me wonder how a Prince episode would have been then, because I guess the, the, the version that the freelancers had given was Leon comes back and is uh, convincing Springfield to be more open minded and more like just easygoing and whatnot. But I guess Prince didn't like what was being, what Leon was wearing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Prince is great, sure. but Prince has a tad of the crazy as well. Okay. Let's just be honest here. RIP Prince, but he was also a little bit crazy. Yeah. Little, little high maintenance, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Emphasis on the little, cause he was a tiny man. <laughs> he fought for three. Uh, yeah. So I, I like this. I like this episode a lot. I like the little Easter egg with, uh, there's a tiny little Easter egg in there where Lisa, I'm sorry, uh, Maggie is in her crib and she's got the little rabbit, which appears in the life and hell comics that Matt Groening did. Yeah. I was like, I saw that cause I always knew about Blink- that. I Blinky. Blinky. Okay. That's name, I believe I learned stuff. Uh, so here I had a question. I wrote this down in your yeah. life. Has anything like this that happened to Lisa happened to you with your birthday? Like someone forgot your birthday or something happened where your birthday became the lesser. Did you get 16 candles essentially? Um, have you seen 16 candles? I've definitely had like family members forget my birthday. You haven't had like your whole family forget. No, 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 never, never anything yeah. like that. I've been the person to forget people's birthday. Yeah, I'll openly admit that because like, I, oh, my mom, okay. my mom's birthday because yeah. because I had just had a child <laughs> and I totally. Well, then it doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, I like someone once told me that for their birthday one year, their brother gave them the gift of wishing them happy birthday like a couple days late. And he said, I'm giving you this gift specifically because now you can guilt me all year. And when you want to do something with me, now you can be like, you have to do it with me. You forgot my birthday. Wow. And that was like a bargaining chip. He's like, I did, he did it on purpose, but, yeah. uh, but that's what it was. And I thought, wow, that's kind of a weird, but fun thing to do. Like that's a whole year's worth of gifts. Essentially. I wonder, I wonder if they were banking on the idea that they, they would, would forget say, that. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> Like the day before their next birthday. Hey, we want to go to the mall? Sure. But after today, that's it. We're done. That's right. I never, I've, I've definitely forgotten birthdays. I've, I've definitely forgotten birthdays. And in the world of social media now, mm-hmm. with birthdays being at the ready all the time, mm-hmm. it's, I'm twice as likely to forget. Like I, and not, and not forget your birthday, but just like, I see like, oh, it's Tyler's birthday. I'll wish him happy birthday later. And then I completely blank. Yeah. And then I feel bad. Like, I want to get back to the world. Like, my grandma had a cool little calendar, like a like a gold-plated calendar. A birthday calendar. And yeah. Every, like, person she wanted to know, like, every person she felt comfortable and, and, and loving towards, and actually, I should just say, everybody that she wanted to send a card to mm-hmm. was on that calendar. So she could just say, like, oh, it's Greg's birthday. I will send him a card this week. And, uh, you know, I like that idea versus getting the facebook happy birthdays i mean it's it's nice but i'm gonna be honest with you one of the main reasons i'm still on facebook is because i get so many birthdays <laughs> it just makes you feel good yeah to get those I've, happy birthdays on your you know on your birthday but do i I've am always, i the person that wishes happy birthday next to never 
Yeah, I've <laughs> tried to get better at that because I just feel like there's, it doesn't take you long. I think if it's someone's birthday and I notice it's someone's birthday on there, I would prefer, I usually prefer to text them or yeah, message exactly. them. Mm-hmm. That's what I typically do. But um, yeah. but yeah, I'm bad about that. I will, if I see, if, if it's someone like you or like someone I'm really close with, I see the birthday notification and then like, yeah, it's a call or I like to send a nice, like a nice text message. Yep. That basically what I would write to you in a card I put into a text message. That's always good. Yeah. That's Cause, always Because, you know, I actually like that because then it's there. So in case like, oh, you're feeling bad, you can go back to that text message because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a freaking hero. Right. I'm a freaking hero. Right. Forgot we don't swear on this show. We got to keep it clean for the kids. We, do, we can swear, can't we? We can, but we never did before. We always kept it real clean. Well, we don't have, I mean, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Coming out the booth, I guess. All it right. It doesn't well. matter. I, I, do you think it matters if we, if we swear? Did, here's my question. No, it doesn't matter at all. I don't even think we have to, I, cause we're not talking about anything gross. I don't think we even have to label this like parental advisory. I don't know. I listen to, I listen to podcasts that definitely talk about gross stuff. Uh, that yeah. sounds like serial killer stuff. That sounds even worse uh, on my behalf, but, I don't think they're listed as uh, parental advisory. Well, in this podcast, we talk about whatever we want, and we guess we just talk about the Simpsons. But That's right. Uh, I know, but I, I really, I really enjoy this episode. And yeah, if we want to, if we want to say a curse word, we can say a curse word if we'd like. We can cuss. Heck, dang, we can. Heck, dang, we can, baby. Damn, also, no notice that when one of the ladies was holding the Thriller record, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson was pretty white on that record, like pretty white at that point. Yeah, like on the. Are you talking about in real life? There's two times. Are you talking it, about on like on the thriller record? Uh, on, on the, the thriller epi- on the episode. On the episode. So like when she's holding the thriller record, I'm like, wow, Michael Jackson's pretty white. And then he holds a Bart holds up the record, mm-hmm. and I'm like, is he as what? I don't know. It just yeah, it was very it was very weird. Like I almost paused it to look at that and figure it out because at that point he wasn't really bleaching his skin yet as that badly. Like he wasn't where he was like even five years later, but yeah, it was but still I feel kind like of, he was a lot lighter than even he was as a kid. You know, like he was yeah. still like uh, he looked he looked like a tan Italian gentleman. You know, <laughs> Mike Michael Jack Jacksonini, <laughs> yeah. Mario Jacksonini. There we go, Mario <laughs> Jacksonini makes great frozen pizzas. Uh, We'll come to your castle and save a princess. Jacksalinis. <laughs> we'll take care of your shitter, Jacksalini. <laughs> Plunging in the 21st century, fifth generation Jacksalinis. I was born a plumber. I'll die a plumber. I'm Mario Jacksalini. Call me next time you have issues. Forget about it. Can't flush the toilet. Forget about it. Having garbage disposal issues. Forget about it. I'm Mario Jacksalini. Call me. I service the entire tri-state area. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. God. Yeah. So he was pretty white. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Man. Well, yeah. I mean, that was so. Yeah, that was a good episode. And, and and honestly, I feel like this has been a good episode. It's a good good way to come back. Yeah, great way to come back. Great way to come back. Uh, good. Good start. Yeah, I'm sorry. You cut out for a second. Uh, good start to things. I think uh, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised, my friend, with uh, season three. And uh, we'll keep it going from there. Maybe we'll get a few Schwartzwelders in there, too. 
couple oh, of Schwartzwelders. Schwartzwelders. Yeah, a couple of Schwartzwelders probably written in the third season. I haven't looked yet. Can Mario Jacksolini make an appearance every once in a while? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mario Jacksolini. He's he'll do a commercial next time. Oh. <laughs> Actually, this is our way of announcing that we're taking ad sponsors and our first ad oh, sponsor absolutely. is Jacksolini's plumbing service of the greater tri-state area. <laughs> yep. Yep. If you live, well, you don't, if you don't live in Milwaukee, that's fine. I and mean, if you live in the tri-state area, then, you know, that's right. Yeah. Jacksolini, the guy for you. Oh, and just added, just one here. Let me, let me, let me see here. Um, just added 24 hour service as well. That's right. <laughs> Spend all day eating fried potato chips and chili. Need a shit have fixed. We're on it. <laughs> Forget about Forget it. Forget about Jack's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. That's wonderful. So, uh, Tyler, quick question for you yes. that if you could answer for the public, because sure. we have adoring fans at this point, I know it. Where can they find us? Uh, we are on Twitter, and I was just pulling that up at Visitor Guide Pod. We have an email address still, don't we? Absolutely. It's uh, Visitor's Guide Podcast. At gmail.com. We just totally just updated everything, like re- revamped everything and made uh made all the changes. So yeah, we're we are we are back. We are back, baby. You can find Greg at uh the social media things. I am Greg Bach. At Greg Bach? Uh no, no, at, no just I am Greg Bach. I, I am Greg Bach. That's where you can all the social medias, it's all just one thing. I don't do like a that's smart. One for the branding. One for that. I understand good, why. Good branding. Follow me on Instagram. That's probably the best place. At J Tyler Men's. I'm probably going to quit everything else. I don't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, another thing, uh, since time is all lost, no one has any dates to plug. We'll tell you that much, right, Greg? Do you have oh, dates? God. Laughing Tap? Does Laughing Tap have dates? So when this episode comes out, we will have uh, Paul Farivar coming through headlining the weekend. He's actually going to be doing Friday, Saturday, and then headlining Keg Stand-Up at Lakefront Brewery. That's Sunday. You can find that information at either milwaukeecomedy.com or laughingtap.com for tickets. You know, come on through, enjoy a drink. We've done everything we can to uh, sanitize, clean, social distancing, making everything safe. Our seats are limited. Masks are required, but laughs still come through. Let me tell you. There you go. Masks. Don't hold back laughs. That's right. So we uh, would love to see if you were in the Milwaukee area and you want to see some comedy. So you can do that. Greg has no dates. I'm stockpiling guns. Let's just. <laughs> the end Let's is near. Uh, on, uh, on, November, on November AR-15, I got a. Uh... No, no. So yeah. No. No, but, uh, seriously, uh, send us an email or tweet us, uh, slide into our private messages and tell us what you love about the show. Tell as us far what you as, like about like, The Simpsons. Yeah. What do you yeah, love about yeah we'd, like to, we'd like to hear from you. And then also, if you are listening to this on a podcast distribution outlet center, hit subscribe and give us a review if you like it. If you don't like it, tell us what you don't like. And maybe we can see about making it better and more fun. You know, we're just we're back and we're trying new things. And we're just happy to be uh, talking about The Simpsons again. <laughs> we're trying new things. This is a sexual awakening for the both of us. <laughs> I'm literally doing this in a closet it's right now. College. Craig uh, is in a closet, and it looks like he's got floral dresses behind him. <laughs> I do. They're beautiful. So shut up. <laughs> and the high heel pumps next to him. <laughs> oh, wow. Those are fancy. Yeah. 
exactly. Yes, they are. They're fancy shoes. Size 13. It's great. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get out of here, Tyler. It's been great talking to you. And uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm happy we're doing this again. Yeah, me too. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take it easy, y'all. Bye. Bye. You're all accredited to dementia.